Friday morning. Good morning to you. My kids are excited. They made it to the weekend. Yep, they made it to Christmas break. For me, well, I'm ready to get back to work, quite frankly. <laughs> I've had plenty of time off. How about you? What you up to right now? Guess what? The fact is, God is working everything together for good to them that love Him. All things are working together for the good. Isn't that great? So if you're going to school, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're a CEO, or you're trying to find employment somewhere, right now, just take a moment and realize that everything is working together for the good. Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. This is Peter John with you on Rogue Grace. And we are presently looking at the book of Daniel. Pardon me, I meant to say Jonah. Daniel, that's a great book too. <laughs> but Jonah is where we're at. And I'll, I'll read to you where we left off uh, yesterday. And Jonah began to go into the city after being and going a day's journey. And he called out, yet 40 days and Nineveh will be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. Now that was the shocker. Jonah never saw that one coming that we know of. And the people of Nineveh believed God. And they called for a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least of them. And the word reached the king of Nineveh and he rose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he issued a proclamation and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, let neither man nor beast taste anything. Let them not feed or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and let them call out mightily to God. Who knows? God may turn and relent and turn from his fierce anger so that he may, so that we may not perish. And when God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil way, God relented of the disaster that he said would he do to them, and he did not do it. Listen to this next verse. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry. I think there are a lot of Jonas today. By that I mean, they have their own problems and issues like Jonah did. But they want God to be harsh on those that have their own problems, issues, and sins. See, Jonah, Jonah was going in the wrong direction, wasn't he? When God got him back on the right track, he was upset. When he saw that God was about 
and did save that God showed mercy to the Ninevites just as God saved and showed mercy to Jonah. And God has shown us such mercy. Me, I know that for sure. You, I'm pretty sure of that as well. And we're fine with that. We're glad about that. We're saved by that. But what if God showed mercy to the other people? The people that we see are posted on Facebook about this is wrong. This can't be. These people are out of line. This group has done this. And we post all these network things and these headlines and these articles about what other people have done. We're so upset. What if God wants to save them by his mercy? I think there's a lot of Jonas, quite frankly, in the United States. <laughs> I really do. I might be guilty. I don't know. But I'm telling you that there are a lot of people that are glad that they're saved by God's mercy and his grace, as Jonah was saved by mercy and grace. But they don't want to see that mercy and grace extended to any to the Ninevites, to the Arabs, to the Africans, or the Democrats, or whoever it might be. The homosexuals, you know, the, the people from other denominations. Well, you know what? What if God wants to show them mercy and grace like he showed me and he has shown you? My point is to always be looking through the lens of God's mercy and how he wants to love those. So I think my opinion is on the internet and in conversation. Christians, you need to be gracious because God might really want to touch, bless, save those people that you are so perturbed by and irritated with. Because, again, when God saw what they did, how they had turned from their evil way, God relented from the disaster that he said he would do to them, and he did not do it. Let's continue to think about this. We'll be right back. Each other. Yo, 
Welcome back to Rogue Grace. You know, when you think about this, that Jonah preached to the city of Nineveh, a Jew to a bunch of hundreds of thousands of Gentiles, and the entire city repents. Now, you wonder why. Here's the thing. What got their attention? Obviously, God was working, but do you ever think about what it would have been like to have Jonah preaching the message? Here's a guy that had just spent three days and nights in the belly of a fish, comes out, says to the people of Nineveh, preaches the message to them that God is going to judge their city. He said, 40 days and Nineveh will be overthrown. That's all he said. 
and the entire city repents. What what had Jonah gone through? What did he look like? What what was the the ambiance of the dude who had just been spit out by the whale, by the fish? I don't even know. I don't know what it, what a guy would look like after having spent those that time in the belly of a fish. I think my dad's probably put it most accurately when he's talked about this story. With seaweed around his face when he comes out of the fish, his clothes disintegrating in the acid. So what was he wearing? What clothes did he find? Did he find some kind of robe to put on? What was his skin like? Being in the gastric juices of the fish for those three days and three nights. (laughs) Did he have any hair left? Probably not, as my dad pointed out. All of those things about someone who had been in the gastric juices of a mammal. (laughs) Can't be the prettiest sight in the world, I'm, I'm fairly certain. But the message, all he said was, you're going down in 40 days. That's all he said. And yet this incredible response by the city, the entire town of Nineveh repents and is saved. And the things that you have been through, like Jonah, where you feel like, man, I've been scarred or acid has washed over me or I'm not sure if I even have anything to offer. Yes, you do. God has all of those things in mind and in control and he's going to use you for being you you it's going to be something remarkable and unique you don't have to be something you're not someone else you can be yourself even using the various difficulties and trials that you've gone through my friend and i think that's even true of me see i've gone through a belly's fish recently (laughs) a fish's belly see See, and I don't know, I have probably about 50% of my brain back, hopefully, which even that 50% of my brain before isn't saying much, but um, I'm getting it back a little bit. Maybe won't ever get it all back. Maybe I will. I don't know. Maybe I don't need it. Maybe even getting it all back isn't a good thing. I don't know. I do know this. That the Lord is going to somehow use the things that I've been through for His glory. And I just need to be myself. Just need to be myself. Just like Jonah was himself. I just need to be myself and share the word of the Lord. And I'm excited about that. I'm thankful for that opportunity. I don't even remember much when I was in the hospital. <laughs> but I, I'm trusting and I, I do believe that God was doing some work in my heart and ministering to my mind and my soul down deeper than even my, my conscious could understand. I, I'm going to choose to believe that. And yeah, it's not always a pretty sight, just like Jonah was not. The things that I've gone through, 
my my dad, my wife could definitely agree that it wasn't always pretty, for sure. <laughs> Not even close to pretty. But it's pretty nice to know that God has a plan and a purpose for your life as well as my life. And he's using it all together for his glory. So I think about this guy, Jonah, the things that he had gone through. And man, that's a whale of a story. But God got him in the right place at the right time with a message that was uncensored. It was raw and it had an incredible effect. And the Lord is doing the same with you and me as well. We'll be right back.
And so it says that Jonah was upset when he called out to the Lord, or I should say called out in the name of the Lord, 40 days and you'll be overthrown. And instead, because the people believed God, called for a fast and put on sackcloth, when God saw what they did, he relented from his disaster and he did not do it to them. Sometimes I think that God shows grace to the Ninevites and it gets Jonah ticked, frustrated, or at least annoyed. Not just then, folks. Not just a few thousand years ago. I mean now. I mean now. I mean God is so good. He's showing his graciousness and his goodness to people that are on the other side of the aisle when it comes to politics or worldviews or mindset, and it ticks people off. I think that still happens. Why do Christians need to be known as angry at other people? They don't. Maybe it was true in the days of the prophets in the Old Testament, but now, not so, folks. Now, we are called by into a completely different walk, life, in the kingdom. It's totally different. And so, you know, I guess, I don't know, I, 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 wasn't even, I don't even remember, but when I was in the hospital, from what I'm told, that I was just sharing scriptures and sermons the whole time <laughs> with, with my doctors and physicians. And some of the doctors, I think I'm told, liked it, and some didn't. <laughs> they got preached at. Hey, folks, no matter what you're going through or who you're speaking to, share the gospel, the good news. The Lord is wanting to bless and be good to people that you don't even think he wanted to. So why not be open to it? Why not just be, hey, I'm sharing good news with you. I'm going to be kind to you, whether I think you're a Christian or a pagan because I think God is a lot, I know God is a lot more merciful and patient than we even realize. That's how I feel. That's what I know. I don't even know why I was preaching the gospel when I was in a different consciousness, but I was, and I'm glad. I'm glad. I don't, I don't know if it made any sense or not to the people that were listening, but share the gospel, share the good news. Whether they believe or not, whether they understand or not, be known as a person of good news, not a critic, not an analyst, not a politician, but a Christian, a Christian. Wouldn't that be great? Peter John, that Peter John, he's such a, Christian, okay, I'll take it. Right? Is that what people would say about us? I hope so. 
And for many of you, I know so. I do. Thanks for tuning in today. We went a little short again, half an hour short again. Next week, though, we are going to jump back to where I was before I took a little vacation in the book of 1 Corinthians and also the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews is awesome. It's a new covenant. I'm looking forward to talking about with you the new covenant and sharing perhaps some of the things that I'm learning and growing in in this particular hmm, season. Yeah, I'll call it the season of my life. God is God is revealing himself to you, to me, in this Christmas season in very special way. And I want to continue to share that with you. So that'll be next week on Monday, Lord willing. I'll see you on Sunday, Lord willing. Have a great weekend. And God bless.